let's get to this meal tip Tuesday, huh? Let's do it. So welcome to the Everyday Mealmanship Podcast. Uh, my name is Ty Evans, and today is Meal Tip Tuesday. I want to thank our sponsors before we get going too much. We got two really good sponsors today. We got Meals and More Magazine. Uh, that's a, it's a great magazine. I I've been a subscriber for a long time. Uh, I love what Corey Daniels has done over there. That magazine does a great job. So uh, visit mealsandmore.com. And uh, also our sponsor today is the Boyd Ranch Mule Ride, uh, which we are very excited for. We're heading down there in March. And uh, it's a fun ride, good food. And we're doing a clinic there this year as well. So looking forward to it. And their website is boydranch.org. So be sure to check them out if you're interested in being part of that ride. So my tip for the week, um, I was sitting down this afternoon going through my mule journal. If you guys don't have a mule journal, you all need to get one. But I got this cool leather cover on mine. I got this when I was doing a clinic uh, in North Carolina, but I was scrolling through there thinking about what I wanted to share with you guys today. And, and that's kind of what I do just about every week for these tips. I just open up my journal and, and see what, what presents itself to me. And I thought today was what I come across today was just awesome. And my tip today is to be a noticer. Um, I don't know if that's a real word or not, but to be a noticer and be a appreciator. Um, let's talk about being a noticer first. You, you need to be aware. Uh, all the great horsemen and mulemen that I've ever studied, that I've ever watched or had the privilege to ride with or be around or, or anything, I've, I have noticed they are very much aware of what's going on with the horse or with the mule or their donkey or whatever. They're very aware and they notice things. They notice the mule's expression, which is so important um, when you're working with these guys. And they notice when the mule is ready to move on. They notice when the mule needs to soak. They notice when the mule or the horse need anything. They notice it. And so it's just an attribute that I think any of us that work with animals needs to have. You need to notice stuff. And some of you, you're listening to me right now and you're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be noticing. I, I don't, I'm not noticing anything. That's okay. It's a process. I'm sure, well, I hope that five years from now, I am way better at noticing what my mule has to offer than I am today. I hope I'm better tomorrow than I am today, but you got to practice. And sometimes you just have to start by, well, shoot, just, just watch them. What, what do they, what do they have to offer? You know, what, what are they trying to tell you? What are they doing? What do they look like? Maybe you have no clue. Maybe you're brand new to horses or mules, or maybe you've never thought about this before. Well, just start watching them. What do they, what do they have to say to you? So you need to notice, that's my first, that's the first half of the tip. The second half I feel is even more important and that is to be an appreciator. You need to be a gratitude 
uh, type person. You need to be grateful. Um, you need to ap appreciate the try that the mules offer. You need to appreciate the answers they, they're giving you. Uh, and, and just, I'm sure all of you right now that are watching this or, or listening later on the podcast, you guys can think of somebody right now as I'm talking that you just know they are so grateful for everything. I can think of somebody right now, uh, Sky's mother. Um, and I don't know that she ever listens to these or not, but that lady is always just grateful for stuff. Just, she's grateful for people. She's grateful for everything. She's just a happy, she's an appreciator. And when you, when you turn your mind into, into being appreciative of everything, just whatever, and sometimes it's being appreciative of the trials, which is challenging, especially for me. I, it, it's, it's hard, you know, but when you're grateful for things um, and you're grateful for what that meal has to offer, you're grateful for moments. It, it's amazing how far just one little moment in mealmanship can carry me so long. You guys not, might not have the opportunity to feel that magic, that feeling, you know, when your mule is really connected to you and you're, you're going together and life is good. You know, I, I get small glimpses of that with a mule every now and again. And you got to appreciate those moments and you got to let those moments carry you because you might not get a moment like that for another week, another month. Shoot, for me, sometimes it's been years in between moments like that. Uh, lately, it's it's not as much time in between moments like that, but shoot, in the beginning, you know, I it, it would be a long time. So anyways, that's my tip for you guys to be noticers and appreciators. Um, I would love to hear what you guys have to think about that. So if you're watching live right now, maybe leave me a comment. Tell me what you think about that. If you're listening later on the podcast, you're, feel free to send me an email. Tell me what you think. So anyways, I got some good questions that folks have sent in. And I'm getting to where I'm getting so many questions coming in that you guys, I might not get to them every week. And I, it might stack up a couple weeks before I get to your question on Mule Tip Tuesday. So I also started um, doing uh, questions of the week on uh, on our uh, newsletter. So if you're not subscribed to that newsletter, you need to be. And that's where we're doing the Daily Diaries and uh, Question of the Week too, so I can get to some more. So let's see here. We got Maggie McGillan. Uh, she wrote in, she has, an, she has a new mule and she's trying to introduce this mule to the herd. Um, she says her other mules are pretty aggressive and uh, she has, so right now she has the mule separated and she's just introducing one mule at a time. So she wrote to me asking for any other tips, anything else I would do. So Maggie, the first thing I'll say is you got the right idea. Um, you know, some mules are more timid, some mules are a little bit, um, well, they're just gonna be at the bottom of the herd for sure. And when you introduce them to a new herd, they might, get picked on a little bit and to avoid too many vet bills which she wrote in that she already has had a vet bill uh, one of her mules hurt in this mule um, I, I would do just what you're doing I'd have that mule by itself and introduce one mule at a time another thing I would do Maggie 
And this works a lot. This is what I do with a lot of my mules is, it, and this will kind of go with a question that's later on too, but I like to tie my mules up every day. I catch them all in the morning when I'm home and when I'm on the road, I catch them all in the morning and they, they stand tied up together for the day. Um, but tying that mule next to another mule here or there, um, that, that will kind of help introduce the mules without too much fighting and kicking and fussing. You know, especially if you've kind of got a highline or something good. I've mentioned that a million times, I swear, uh, for these Mule Tip Tuesdays and in podcasts, but uh, that'll help them quite a lot. The other thing that I like to do, and and she also wrote that this new mule's pretty darn broke. It's a pretty good mule. So it, since that's the fact, I would get on this mule, Maggie. I'd saddle up this mule and get on, and I'd grab my flag, and I would take that mule out to the pasture or the corral or wherever else you got all these other uh, punks that are picking on her. And I would ride her and I would drive off the other mules. And like I said, if she, she says she's pretty broke, so you should be able to use a flag off of her back then. And I would go drive those other mules away. And I'd, I'd drive the mules and I'd put those mules over to one corner and I'd hold them there. And then maybe I'd let them out and I'd just sit on her for a little bit and let those other mules kind of wander off and then I'm, I'd gather them up again. And you can't believe the confidence that that builds in taking that mule that gets picked on and kicked and run through fences. And now you are moving the other mules with that mule. Boy, you can really grow some confidence. And then that helps establish where that mule might belong in that herd too. So those are my tips to you, Maggie. All right, we got another question. Karen from Oregon. She writes in and she says, she asks, how can I add energy to my mule's responses and actions? Uh, she says her mule will really slow down kind of after he understands a little bit. Um, she's, she says she's trying to up her body energy and she's using a flag, uh, but, was a, but just wants a little help. So the main thing when you're trying to uh, build some promptness and Karen, I don't know if you got my email I just sent out yesterday, uh, the the TS Mules newsletter, but Cammie Lundine asked this very question, and I use that as my question of the week on that newsletter. It's at the very bottom if you scroll to the bottom or close to the bottom. Um, but basically, there's two things, Karen. The first thing is I'm always, always, always going to give that mule a good deal to you know, in answering my questions, meaning I'm gonna ask nicely. So let's just set this up. Uh, obviously she's doing groundwork here. So uh, let's set it up like I wanna clear the front. If you guys don't know what clearing the front is, look look on the look on YouTube or look on our, our uh, online video library, but it's the very first step in the groundwork. I need to be able to clear the front, okay? That's meaning I wanna move the front end basically to the left or to the right. So the good deal is this. I'm gonna direct the mule with my leading hand. So maybe I wanna go off to my left. So I'm gonna lift my left arm up and I have that lead rope in that hand, but I'm keeping slack in that rein, okay? And I just have a little feel, meaning I'm, I'm picturing in my mind that I want that mule to go to my left, which would be the mule's right, because you'll be facing the mule. Okay, and when the mule says, mm, I don't care. Well, then I might come in there with my flag and, and I start walking the way I'm pointing. So if I'm pointing to the left, I'm going to start kind of walking forward and to the left. 
and I'm going to drive that mule. That's the firming up. So I give them a good deal and I firm up, and the key word here is as needed. That's the phrase you need to know, uh, as needed. So I'm going to firm up as needed. So some mules, all I got to do is start walking and they move. Some mules I got to start walking and I got to tap them a little bit uh, at the point of the shoulder, at the base of the neck with that flag to get them to move. But you, you build it there on the very first step. A good deal, firm up as needed. Your goal is to never, ever have to firm up. If you do, don't feel too bad, but get in there and get out. And I'd, I'd just assume you get in there and get the job done uh, rather than uh, sometimes we maybe don't do enough and it gets prolonged. I'd rather just get in there and get out. And pretty soon, they'll take you up on that good deal, I promise. And like I said, if you want examples of that clearing the front, which might help you, Karen, take a look at that online video library or our YouTube channel. So, good question, Karen. Thank you. Uh, the next question we got comes from Carmen Schultz. And uh, she had a question from this week's Daily Diaries. So, if you guys haven't seen this week's Daily Diaries, you ought to check it out. But in, in my little uh, journal entry, uh, I wrote in there that... I like to tie Dally up for three to four hours every day. And it was kind of like what I mentioned earlier. But her question is, what, uh, what leaving a mule tie for, tied for three or four hours is going to do for the mule? Basically, why, why do I do that? She says she doesn't do that. So why would I do it? Um, well, it's pretty simple. I like to, there's a few reasons, but I like to catch all my mules every day. So I have... Right now we have 12 mules, and so I catch them all in the morning, all 12 of them, even the little weanlings, and, uh, and, I, and I tie them up. Right now I got a few hitching rails and things, and, and they just get tied up and they stand while I work them. I don't work all 12 every single day, but I work a handful of them, and I'll just pull them out and ride a few and do groundwork with a few, do whatever filming we need to do, which we've been doing quite a lot of filming lately, trying to get that video library full for you guys. Um, but we do whatever we need to do, and they stand there. So, you know, around here, it's it's about zero degrees every day until uh, until about noon. So they get tied up in the morning, and and I start working, and and you know the sun. We're right here on the. The side of the mountain so the sun goes down here at four o'clock and it gets darn cold so you know they're tied up from you know anywhere from 10 o'clock to uh, or noon till about four o'clock in the afternoon we're done so but the what it does for them that's her question is what it does is number one they just learn a little bit of a routine and those of you that know me well you know that we tour for a living so these mules are going to be standing tied in a trailer, for example, um, 11 hours a day, 12 hours sometimes uh, while we're driving. Um, I tie them up during the clinics uh, because I use them. So, you know, most of our clinics are anywhere from six to nine hour days at the clinics. And I just can't have them at the clinics, you know, pawn up somebody's uh, driveway or pawn up somebody's uh, pasture yard when they're tied up there and and uh, they need to be patient in the in the trailers there's a lot of people that have a lot of trailer problems 
And it's really not a trailer problem. And we're going to get into this in the next question, actually, too. But, you know, a lot of times your mules are only tied up when you put them in a horse trailer. And, you know, so it's not really a trailer issue that they're in their pond. It's just that they don't know how to stand tied. And I love the patience. I love the quietness. I like how they get familiar because, you know, I got them tied up along my arena. And maybe I'm out here riding. Maybe I'm working cattle. Maybe I'm roping. Uh, the other day dragging the kids around on a sled, you know, behind the mules. And all the mules that are tied up, they get that exposure. So it's just, it's just fantastic for them. And like I said, they kind of get a routine. And it's amazing. You'd think, well, geez, Ty, if you, you know, if you, if you caught them every day and tied them up every day, wouldn't they get bad to catch? It's just the opposite. They get a little bit of a routine going. I can walk out there in that pen. And granted, most of my mules are pretty darn friendly anyways. But they just know, all right, time to get caught. Let's go get, go stand. You know, and it's just, it's just kind of life for them. And, but I love the patience that they learn. I love they, they learn to stand quiet. They don't paw. Uh, in the beginning, they will. By the end, they'll get quieter. So anyways, Carmen, that's why. One, out of utility, just because it's easier for, than me going back and forth to the pastures and the crowds, trying to catch one at a time and bring it back. I like to catch them all, brush them all. I saddle the ones I'm going to use. Um, yeah, and they learn. So good question, Carmen. Uh, next question comes from Michelle Dial. Um, she's having trailer loading problems. Um, she's got a mule. It used to load pretty good, but now uh, it won't. It doesn't want to load, and especially doesn't want to load unless they have another mule or horse or something that it can go follow in the trailer. I think I saw Michelle here on the Facebook. Um, Anyway, say hello, Michelle, if you're watching. But here's the deal with the trailer loading. Um, and I asked Michelle this because we have some really good trailer loading videos now. And Sue Callahan's watching here on live. So her, her, mule, her mule whooped my butt pretty good while we were filming. And, uh, and anyways, I got, we have that footage on our online video library. Um, and... Uh, Donna, I think Donna's on here too. We have a mule of hers that we also have on the online video library. And so we got some good footage there. And when we filmed that, especially the one with Sue's, Sue Callahan's mule, what it really shows is trailer loading problems really don't have a lot to do with the trailer. They mostly have everything to do, Michelle, with your, your groundwork. You know, how, how well they lead. That's the main thing is quality on that lead line and if you, if you watch that video you'll see how that mule in that video just drags me around up and down that arena and it doesn't lead well at all and so basically I got I went to work on the groundwork I, I got to where I could move that front end I could do circles I could roll behinds and you kind of get those pieces going and then when you go to apply it it's a little easier you know there are a few mules that are scared of a trailer so don't get me wrong thinking that well they're not they don't get scared yes they do absolutely but boy they get familiar pretty easy you know one of the easiest ways to get them familiar that I do with a lot of them is is just pull that trailer out in the pasture and the trailer becomes the new hay bunk pretty much they go into the trailer when they want to eat and that's and they'll get free fed in there anytime they want and they learn it's, it's, 
it's, it's super easy, you know. Um, the other part of that trailer loading too, you know, besides the groundwork, which is a given, is just becoming familiar with it, just a routine. And it kind of goes along with what I was saying earlier with learning to stand tied. Um, you know, my mules get trailered a lot, obviously. You know, we're always traveling. Um, and then even when I'm home, I'm, shoot, I'm not home. I'm, I'm going over here to ride over there. I'm going over there to ride over there. And, you know, I'm just all over the place. And so we use that trailer quite a lot. And they just get familiar, and it's just no big deal to them. But another note on that, learning to stand tied. A lot of mules have a lot of anxiety when you tie them up. You realize when you tie these mules up, you're taking away their freedom, their liberty to move their feet. Or you're limiting it, rather. And that can bother a heck of a lot of equine because they are flight animals. They want to go when they want to go. And so if they're not familiar with being tied, if they're not familiar with standing quietly, that trailer loading experience, you might think, oh my gosh, my mule hates the trailer. But really, they're having some issues just being tied and standing. So that's part of it too. Also, you don't have to just uh, load them up to go somewhere, you know. You practice, uh, just practice. You know, you might walk over the trailer, load them out, load them, and then, all right, cool, that was a good day, put them away. They might look at you like you're a weirdo the first couple times, but that's okay. Uh, but I, just that familiarizing is such a key tool, so. Anyways, Michelle, uh, I know you're on here. You said hello, so tell me what you think of that answer. Um, and we got time for a live question. That answers my questions I had written down. So let's see what you guys have here that are watching live. Appreciate you guys' uh, time hanging out with me today. Um, hey, Sue Callahan left a comment on here. She says that her mule loads now. Uh, still gives her a little trouble from time to time, but she uses our method and uh, gets it done by herself. So good. Boy, that mule really whooped me that day, didn't she, Sue? Um, Judy Smith, let's see. Tire Sky, would you, would you post a picture of Ty's buckle display? I'd love to see the entire display, not just the lower corner. <laughs> oh, Judy, I don't... I just we, we just put this up in my in our room here, and if you remember, we used to have a blank wall, but I'll turn the camera here. Those of you that are listening on the podcast, I'm sorry, but anyways, these are my favorites, my favorite buckles there. Anyways, I don't oh, I don't want to be uh, too bragging of any of those things. Um, I'm to try to stay humble there. Anyways, let's see here. Let's find some questions for you guys. Um. Let's see, this is where I need Sky because she's a lot better at finding questions than I am. But I saw some earlier pop up. I'm just gonna scroll up here, try to find them. Uh, a lot of good friends on here watching today. Um, let's see, what do we got here? Sorry guys, I'm just trying to find a question. Maybe we don't have any. I'll read a comment. Uh, I appreciate the fact that uh, Vegas, her mule, becomes more relaxed and better behaved on every group ride we go on. That's good. You guys got to put in some time. All right. Well, shoot. 
Brandon Christensen writes, I can't believe people are making fun of your hat. Are they making fun of my hat, Brandon? I didn't see that on there. <laughs> I got, uh, Sky got me a hat for Christmas. Somebody posted last week that said it's on backwards, and it, it ain't on backwards, guys. But some folks aren't used to anything but the cattleman style. So this is a little different style, I know, but I'm from Utah. Hey, we got Sky. Hey, will you help me find a question here? <laughs> She's home. I just got home. All right. Here's oh, one. here's a question. Good. See, all this guy's got to do is just be here and we find a question. <laughs> well, why don't you read it to him then? Okay. Beautiful voice. Janet Erickson. I love the title of your MTM. What's that? I don't know. Of your mule tip. What's MTM? So are you supposed, or so are we supposed to, that you have your hat on backwards or is oh well it's about your question oh. about your hat never mind <laughs> just about my hat okay janet thanks a lot <laughs> i want to know what the mtm means. yeah i don't know what mtm means maybe it's maybe i put it in wrong on the oh thing well guys we're out of questions so sky you have anything you want to add today i don't know well, you just jump just, in here. You got to have something. In. I just want to say hi. All right. <laughs> well, we don't got any more questions here that we can find. So sure there's one in there. maybe there's one in there somewhere. But um, thank you guys for tuning in today. Appreciate you hanging out with us and uh, spending your time here. So if you could, I would love it if you'd leave a review. Even if you want to make fun of my hat, <laughs> you can make fun of it as long as you leave me five stars. So, anyways, thanks for tuning in, guys. God bless you, and we will see you next week.